Welcome. You're listening to the Leading Hope Podcast. My name is VJ Williams here with my friend and pastor, Kevin Jack. Thank you for joining us and taking time out of your day to become a better leader. If you're new, we release a new episode every Wednesday. We'd love for you to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and get that delivered to you automatically each week. Also, share this with a friend on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram, and rate and review on Apple Podcasts. You won't believe how that gets this podcast in the hands of so many more leaders just like you. Visit leadinghope.online to get updates and find out more about the leading hope community. Kevin, today we continue the series Keys to Creating Content, episode 142, (laughs) in defense of plagiarism. Say it again. In defense of plagiarism. (laughs) <laughs> there we go. Here we go. So <laughs> we're in this series, Keys to Creating Content, acknowledging that for any speech, sermon, presentation, talk, whatever it is, there's three skills at play. There is creating content, organizing content, and delivering content. Three very different skills that you all need to be like competent in yeah. if you're going to deliver an effective presentation, talk, whatever you want to call it in this moment. We did another series on delivering content, on storytelling. Today, we're in part two of creating content. In part one, if you're with us last week, we talked about turning the faucet on, that all the ideas are there. They're just currently being, being blocked, and you need avenues to unblock those ideas to stir your creativity, your curiosity, and to learn some rhythms for creating content. That's good. But today... We're jumping into a fun idea. (laughs) Today is in defense of plagiarism. (laughs) Now, let me get the waiver out at first, okay? So plagiarism is defined as the practice of taking someone's work or ideas and passing them off on one's own. Now, I want to be clear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying just rip off other people's work. (laughs) I'm not saying that it is morally okay for you to take someone's work, present it as your own, especially if you monetize it. Like, I just feel like it's all wrong, but it's like even more wrong. Yeah. Wronger. Wronger. (laughs) In order to do that. And some people go, it's all wrong. You're stealing their intellectual property. You're stealing this, whatever else. Like, it just feels even a little bit more yucky if you monetize it on the back end. Fair. So I am, so just if we could spare ourselves from emails, comments, whatever that is, people say plagiarism is always wrong. Okay. So now that we've acknowledged that, let's get to what we're actually saying and what this idea is. So first off, I'm going to say it like this. Ideas, content, so when we're creating content, it's about ideas. Ideas do not come out of a vacuum, okay? They, they come out of a culture. They come out of experiences. They come out of your collective thoughts. So just say... um. Sometimes we'll sit like in brainstorming meetings. Yeah. And it always make me really angry when someone would go, well, like, oh, the, the good idea for the video element or the event or something like that, the, the one that we're going we're gonna to execute, the one that we're going to go with, they'll be like, I had that idea. Well, kind of. Yeah. You said it at the very end, but you would have never thought it if this person hadn't said that and that person hadn't said that and that person hadn't started the conversation with that weird joke that made us all uncomfortable, like you would have never actually had the idea if you weren't a part of the entire conversation. Yeah. So if we get acknowledged, like the most brilliant, innovative ideas, the most profound teachings have not come 
because this person existed in isolation in all of their life. And all of a sudden this light bulb went off and they had this brilliant thought or concept. That's not the case. Okay. It came out of their collective experiences. So here's the weird thing. Okay. So I want to acknowledge plagiarism is stealing someone's work, but we all build off other people's ideas. Yeah. We all build off their thoughts. So if we could just acknowledge this, like, like um, every piece of science we have today is built on the science that came before it. Every technological advancement we have today is built off the technology that came before it. And so we all have built off what other people have created before us. The, the previous generation's innovation is now what we take for granted and we can take to the next level. And so when we're talking content, when we're talking moving through content, um, I love this phrase uh, by Frank Moore. This is in more relation to preaching. And I said, like, man, for this series, I really want to hone in on young communicators, young preachers, people who maybe aren't getting the reps right now. Right. Uh, he made this statement, no preacher is greater than the tradition itself. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, like, cause for me, like I have my favorite preachers and he goes, they wouldn't be able to do what they do if it wasn't for all those who came before them who built it before. Yeah. And say, as much as you may love this person, the, the art of communication, uh, sorry, I kind of plagiarized that phrase from someone else. I didn't mean to, but like that skill of the craft of communicating is more significant than just your individual contribution to yeah. it. It exists as a whole. Um, we talked about Steve Jobs a couple episodes ago and our love for Steve Jobs. Uh, Steve Jobs accused Bill Gates of stealing, of Microsoft stealing Apple's operating system. Okay, oh, yeah. This is years ago. He accused Bill Gates, Microsoft just straight ripping it off, stealing, plagiarizing from them. And this is Bill Gates' response. I think it's more like we both had this rich neighbor named Xerox and I broke into his house to steal the TV set and found that you had already stolen it. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? <laughs> That's great. But here's the, I, I think here's the unique thing is so we say the arrogance in that moment. You, you plagiarized me. Yeah. And he goes, no, 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 we both plagiarized them. <laughs> like <laughs> We both took their ideas and tried to make it uh... our own. And so... This is kind of my closing note on this first idea that ideas don't come out of a vacuum. Your perception of originality is overhyped. <laughs> <laughs> Your thought that you've got this new, fantastic perspective that no one else has ever thought of this great, innovative idea. You're overhyping it. Yeah. Because it's built off of others. It didn't come out of a vacuum. So then here's into the second idea. Only two ideas today. So as you're learning to turn the faucet on, Okay, as you're learning to just have a steady rhythm of creating content, I, I want to acknowledge if you're just directly stealing someone else's content, you're robbing yourself the gift of learning how to create for yourself. It's good. Okay, so there's a difference, and this is where the the, the title was more fun. Yeah, can we acknowledge that in defense of plagiarism? Yeah, it's, it's more fun. Yeah, but it's understanding. Sometimes we think that when we build off someone else's idea, it's plagiarism. We are all building off of someone's idea. Yeah. If you're just straight going, oh, this is delivering it, because I've had people deliver my sermons with my illustrations. <laughs> now that felt weird. Are they listening? That felt plagiarism. <laughs> like, but I, I want to be clear, like I probably should care more. I don't. Right. right. I, I'll get into that at the very end. Okay. Right. Because I, I I don't want to hit on that now. Yeah, yeah. As you're learning to turn the faucet on. 
you need, not might, you need a clear springboard to get to your own ideas. Yeah, it's good. You need something to jump off of. Because for so many of us, it's too hard to sit down with just a blank piece of paper. Let me say it like this. If I gave you a blank piece of paper and said, draw something, you got 10 minutes, draw something. My guess is that for most of us, we would spend the first five to nine minutes <laughs> trying to figure out what we want to draw. <laughs> you just said, hey, here's a blank piece of paper, draw something. Most of us would just sit there and go, well, what should I draw? Should I do this? If I gave you a piece of paper and most of it was already filled in with, let's say, a landscape, and there was a, there was a small white space, and I pointed to the white space and I said, draw something, but it was just this empty space out of a pre-existing picture, you could draw it. Sure. And you would probably be pretty good at it. Yeah. Because you wouldn't waste all your time figuring out what you should do. If, if you're a young communicator, that's what I think you need. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's too hard just to go blank piece of paper. What should I do? You might need. So my, my first experience with giving sermons was it, it wasn't straight original ideas, but it wasn't blatant plagiarism either. And so what I would do is I, I heard someone else's sermon. I didn't sit down and go, I'm going to listen to this person's sermon and then I'm going to re-preach it. Okay. That wasn't the case. But I, I'd listen to the sermon and I'd go, oh, I like that idea. I think I could build on that. Or I think I could communicate it this way. Or even though they're way better than I am, I think I've got a better way of organizing that content. And I would say it like this. Instead, they said it like this. And I think it works like this. And I could f have it flow this way. So it's like I, I wasn't good enough at creating content to just create it on my own. Yeah. I needed to springboard off of someone else's, not ripping their work, but trying to build on the ideas that they've already given. I use my own illustrations. And I, I think where people get in trouble is they make no effort to give it, to make it their own, yeah. to add in their own pieces, their own bent. Yeah. So a couple things real quick, and then V, I want to see where you want to break it down. I believe originality is over hyped okay i also believe that what we think about pl is plagiarism is over accused originality is over hyped plagiarism is over accused because we have all built on someone else's idea so if i could talk about like my messages for a second like how do people go like oh i re-preach that or someone say like oh they re-preached your message or they basically gave the same content here's what i want to say i'm honored yeah like, I am unbelievably honored. Go for it. Yeah. If you lead a team and you find value from this podcast, take it and deliver it to your team. I'm not saying share the podcast with your team. I'd love it if you do that as well. But, like, you don't have to do that. Just, just take the content. Make it your own. Don't take our illustrations. Yeah. Like, don't add in. So the other day I was talking to my daughter, Emmy. <laughs> If you don't have a daughter named Emmy, <laughs> okay, can we acknowledge that? Like, like, don't take that, <laughs> but but take the others. So. I want to know who does that. No, be, that's great. Um, well, let me share this, and I know this is going to sound ridiculous. Yeah, there's there's pastors who do that. Oh, sure. There's pastors who take a message in its totality and just deliver the exact same message, even none of the experience, outcomes, or illustrations are true to them. Right that's plagiarism, okay? That's the problem. Yeah. Trying to build off of what someone else has built when you're not quite competent enough to create it fully from scratch on your own. Let's say it like this. Master chefs can cook from scratch. The rest of us 
use recipes. Right. That's fine. Yeah. It is okay to have a recipe and say, this is what I think it kind of needs yeah. to be. I believe that at times you need to copy before you can be original. You have to know the moves before you can make up your own steps. Yeah. I There's two different things here to kind of talk about. Uh, the first one, let's just talk about uh, the idea uh, itself. Like the idea itself isn't enough. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's good. It's a great starting spot, even if it's the spot that you got to after a 10-hour meeting. Like the idea is great. But if it's just an idea, it never comes to fruition no one's working on it so uh, i think the idea itself is so important but not enough um and so when we continue to create content uh we know that we're coming from not a blank canvas like yeah. the, the canvas itself is 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 a starting point yeah but people have to especially if you're starting out like you gotta it's not a it's not a, a you're not trying to copy you're trying to take an idea and make it better mm-hmm like, and I, I want to say is like I think some people they feel false, phony in that. Can I, can I say it like this? Yeah, like I don't, when I was when I was younger, uh, so I'm like early twenties, and I'm preaching before a church on a Sunday morning. Early twenties, I don't have that much experience to share. Yeah, I don't have that much insight to give, and yet you kind of have to have the audacity that goes, yeah, this world frame famous like top level communicator, I think I can take their idea and make it better. Right. But you have to have that. Right. Otherwise you're just going to plagiarize. Right. Because you have to go, yeah, I could do this, but I'm going to do it differently. Same, similar ideas. Right. Building off of it. Yeah. And I think that's what's important because uh, at the end of the day, you, so where's the, where's the middle ground between uh, originality is overhyped uh, and plagiarism is bad? Um, where's the middle ground? Where do you find how to move forward effectively? So let me say, can I give two paradigms instead? And then you ask, yeah, originality is overhyped and plagiarism is overaccused. Yeah. Okay. But so how do we live in not doing to the extremes of both? Yeah. So that's the question. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Can just a couple thoughts? Yeah. Tell me where you want me to go. Yeah. Uh, no band starts playing their original songs. Right. Everybody starts with cover songs. Yeah. I'm not saying you went on tour with cover songs. Right. But I'm saying like when you get a group together, it's not like, hey, we're 12. We're in a band. Here's my original piece of music. No, right. you, have to, you have to play someone else's stuff to learn how to play together at first. Yeah. Uh, I don't assume. No, because like it has been oh so long in my life. And since since I've taken someone else's message. Like, since I heard someone else's message and thought, oh, I'm going to preach it like this. Like, now it's coming out of my own time in Scripture. It's coming out of my own thoughts. I'm sure somewhere, in some way, I have built on all the different things that I've learned, and even at a subconscious level. And so I think that's the difficulty is, like, I'm not consciously aware that I'm taking other people's material, but I'm sure somewhere in there the things that I've heard are bubbling back on the surface as I get back in that frame of mind, that thought. But I don't assume, as I'm sharing these things that are new to me, that I'm the first person to ever see it. Yeah. 
if I can give uh, one of my favorite things, shared a little Highland Park, it was a whole message at Be Hope. The difference between the feeding of the 5,000 and the 4,000 is the 4,000 was after the feeding of the 5,000. By all accounts, the feeding of the 5,000 was a greater miracle because it was with five loaves and two fish. The feeding of the 4,000 was with seven loaves and a few fish, but it came afterwards. And the difference is when Jesus asked the disciples how many they had in the 5,000, they said, we only mm-hmm. have five loaves and two fish. In the 4,000, they says, we have some loaves and fish. Right. Because they understood that the word only was not important because with God it was enough. That's great. That was brand new to me. Right. I'm probably not the first person to ever see that. Right. I don't, I don't stick around and go, let me copyright that. Right. <laughs> let, me, let me put yeah. a trademark on that well, yeah. so no one else can take it. And so I think it's finding this avenue that is you listen and observe and hear everything else, specifically in terms of creating content. That you're not trying to just rip exactly what they did, how they did it. You may be stealing the idea, building on the idea, but the delivery, the organization, those other pieces must become your own. Yeah. Otherwise, that is what we consider plagiarism. Yeah. And what's the significance? I think this is my last question. What's the significance of the idea becoming your own when you're talking? Well, we've been talking about the Bible and and pastor like what's this what's the significance there right we're quoting we're quoting jesus we're we're copying paul <laughs> what's the significance of us yeah making it our experience in the delivery uh service level answer then uh deeper answer service level uh one it's illegal <laughs> like just taking someone else's content yeah and delivering it as if it was your own right it's illegal right uh deeper thing is it comes from an inauthentic place yeah and when it comes from an inauthentic place, uh, I, I would say it like this. The, the top level idea will be like the audience will pick up on it. Yeah. Uh, your soul will pick up on it. Yeah. When you are delivering That's things good. that have the power to be transformative for others and you know that they're coming from an inauthentic place that does damage to your soul, like it it just does, yeah. and you will feel like a phony. I'm not yeah. saying when you get up and deliver a message, you have to go, so I was listening to so-and-so's talk and it made me think of this. If I make it your own. Right. Build on it. We acknowledge that. That's what we all do. We yeah. we both broke into Xerox's house and stole the TV set. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think that's most important to know is that you you can you your experiences matter. Yeah. And you need to find a way to to use your own and not someone else's when it comes to the point that you're trying to make. Yep. Absolutely. That's good. All right. Well, let's finish. Uh, wrap up one four two in defense. I cannot say this without <laughs> smiling. In defense of plagiarism, perceived originality is overhyped, but plagiarism is also overaccused. Don't don't steal someone else's work, but it is perfectly acceptable to attempt to build on it until you learn how to start from scratch. It's good. Thank you for joining us today. If you're new to the podcast or haven't yet subscribed. Mean the world to us if you did that. Now, also post about it, rate and review, or both. You won't believe how that helps get this podcast in the hands of so many more leaders just like you. We love hearing your stories of how the podcast is working in your life and business. If you have a story, visit leadinghope.online or just uh, message us on Instagram or Facebook. Let us know, and we'd love to hear from you. Everyone has 20 minutes to learn to become a better leader. Make it count. 